Hello, everybody. Crypto traders around the world. We're back with another episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, a.k.a. Basic Cryptonomics. Thank you for joining here today. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We've got a couple topics I want to go through. First, let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. Once again, that site is CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's where you're going to find all of our past, present, and future podcast episodes. The podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Feel free to check that out. Let us know what you think. Link at the top says contact. Click that. Fill out the form. Come straight in. We read each and every one of those. We appreciate hearing feedback from our listeners, whether you're a subscriber or not. We would appreciate your subscription if you're a first-time listener. We again welcome you here. We think you're going to find it's completely different from any other crypto podcast that's out there. And hopefully you get great enrichment to the point that you feel like you want to spread the word out there. The last thing I'll call out is our triad membership. The triad is where we are trying to build a community of serious investors, not the kids that say the word Jeet and say the word Keck and can't half read. We're talking serious investors that believe there's something to this cryptocurrency thing and they want to talk to other grown adults, other serious people. Get away from the toxicity. Check it out on the site. Click on triad. It'll tell you about our different tiers for joining the full on triad. If you still have questions, you can join us in our discord channel. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. Hello out there and welcome back. I'll be honest with you straight up. My pain is not going away. And so I'm going to need to go and get into a doctor and find out what's going on. I don't know what's going on, but the pain is quite unbearable. It's going to be difficult for me to get through the episode. I actually had to cancel casual talk yesterday because it was a level of bad that I hadn't experienced before. And so now I'm going to see if I can make it through the day best I can. And I've got some ibuprofen on order to see if that'll work. Naproxen didn't work. Uh, Cinnaminophen did for a minute and then it stopped working. So I want to see if Ibuprofen works because that was my go-to back in the day when I was a kid. But just so you know, I'm going to have to try to get into the doctor. I did a telehealth scheduling for the first time. I've never done it before. And dude stood me up. And I know what happened. What happens is these organizations, they'll require you to do a mobile phone number. And then they'll start blasting you a bunch of text messages. That doesn't work for me, brother. I want a human to call and that's fine. But there will be no text messaging. So I put a different number in that field. But then in the description, I told them, this is the number you need to call. That number doesn't receive text messages. So my suspicion is their tool was just auto-firing text messages out into the ether and no human ever looks at it until you click on some link to join the session. Well, that's crap. That's not a superior experience. It's not what it's supposed to be. You're losing the personal touch. The personal touch still needs to be there because that's worse than walking into the facility. So at worst, I'm going to try MD Live. I don't know if anybody's done MD Live. If you have, let me know at cryptotalkradio.net slash contact or in our Discord channel. If you've ever tried MD Live, I'd love to hear feedback, but bottom line, there's not going to be any text messages. I don't mind doing the video on my tablet because I don't have my camera, but there's not going to be any text messages. They need to email or call me. We can talk it out and get it done uh, so I can find out what the hell's wrong with my uh, situation. So I'm struggling just so you have that heads up, but I was committed to doing Crypto Talk Radio today, even if it's a brief episode, because of the fiasco going on with SHIB, Shiba Inu. And I felt obligated to at least speak about it. 
case people are invested in it, because I know there's like a, over a million people in SHIB and they may be curious what's going on and getting conflicting information. I'm going to do the best I can to go through it. No transition. Let's jump right into it. First, some numbers. Ethereum is holding reasonably steady, just shy of the 1670 mark with a high of just shy of 1700. So it's not crapping or anything. It's actually holding decently strong after all the turmoil that we recently experienced. However, zooming out to the month chart, you can clearly see more red than green, which usually means that we're headed on the way back down. I can't guarantee that. I'm saying that's usually what it means. Time's going to tell whether that's the case or not. Then if we look at long-term strength, the long-term strength proposition of Bitcoin is very powerful. We've got very good-looking numbers. There's a general bullish sentiment. I wouldn't say it's a bull run. I'm saying it's a general bullish sentiment overall and a positive trend line. I still maintain we the what we recently had as a crash. I don't think it was the one that I was expecting. I could be wrong, but I don't think it's the right one. I think we got a little bit more time. Meanwhile, Ethereum is nowhere near as strong looking as it once did. It's basically lockstep with Bitcoin, but there's not the same level of upward pressure that there once was uh, roughly about a month or two ago. But it's still on course to get to some recovery, just that, again, I think we're doing another crash. And let's see what that looks like if I end up having to do a live karaoke. And then, of course, to my benefit, I can't really do it because I have no camera. So that's what's going on in the world of cryptocurrency. Now, let's talk about this SHIB business. If you're invested in Shiba Inu, you saw a pretty decent crap out very recently. And you might have been curious what was wrong. You might have gone into social media trying to get some data. I'm going to share what I know. I don't go to their Discord because I found it rather toxic. But I'm somewhat aware from various screenshots and various statements and things floating around. And so I'm going to share what I believe is a cryptocurrency auditor. So I have been critical of SHIB and its strategy for a very long time. I've never felt like SHIB had a strong strategy ever since they screwed up, you know, the Coinbase Pro listing. It feels like they lost momentum. And it's never been able to climb beyond its point, and that's mostly because of the supply. Despite the burn mechanics, there's too much supply to really make a dent and move the needle. It still has a general strong sentiment in terms of community. It does not have any crazy mechanics. It's a very simple token. It's very well known. It's pretty easy to get into it. It's ubiquitous. It's on pretty much every exchange. So I'm not critical of the token. I'm critical of the strategy, just to be clear. The reason was made very clear with this recent fiasco. SHIB was working on what they refer to as Shibarium, which is their level two blockchain initiative. They've been working on this for years. Recently, they announced that the beta was going to come out and they started releasing some screens. They let a couple of people in there to run some jobs. One of the people that was looking at this noticed that there was a little bit of a problem. There's a value called a chain ID. The chain ID is how a blockchain, generally speaking, is uniquely identified to, in this case, Ethereum. You would never have two different blockchains with the same chain ID because it means that transactions would Basically, they'd run it on both chains. You can't delineate to the one blockchain that you're supposed to. This also leaves you open to potential hacks because your transactions could be intercepted. So when they found that the chain ID was the same as this other one, and I forget its name, uh, Kenya or something, they raised a red flag and said, this is a problem. Let's find out why this is happening. We need to answer. We need some questions answered. Unfortunately, Shitoshi... And of course, that sounds like shit, and I'm not going to go there. But the point is, Shitoshi is the kind of person who seems to naysay 
very frequently, anybody who criticizes their approach, because I can't say it's a he or a she. I made the statement on Bleach Channel that this person sounds very close to the car salesman, as in Brian from Seifu, in the way that he responds and talks, either aligned with car salesman or car salesman himself. That's how he talks. And I would argue it's disappointing to see something that has such strength behind it, led by this kind of an idiot. Regardless, he didn't answer any questions. They didn't answer any questions. They just basically said it's fun and they're attacking us or whatever. And apparently there was a firing of the whole team and a whole bunch of other drama. The mods then, in I guess the Bone Discord, noticed that things are kind of going awry and then they start kind of dropping dimes, talking about, we know stuff, we're not talking because our families are threatened. It got to be really bad. Nobody had any answers, and so people started panic selling, and then it caused a FOMO sell effect. Very recently, that's the dump that you saw. It seems to have reasonably recovered from this. After the fact, this other blockchain came out and said they didn't steal it or anything, you know, and it's open source code. So even if they did use our code, it's fine because it's open source code. Now, I'm going to share my concern. Let's assume that this is all legit. Let's assume they just took open source code and applied it. That's fine. But there's a level of incompetence in not changing the chain ID that to me should raise concerns about the competency of the team working on the blockchain in the future. Because as I said, when you don't have a separate chain ID, it, there's a risk. There's a risk that your tokens could be breached. This has happened multiple times. So my concern isn't necessarily this fiasco about you know, this other blockchain, and did he copy it and whatever? Do, 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 do. My concern is just competency because if you overlook something so basic, it lends itself to a lack of competency to do the job going forward. So I don't know where Shabarum goes from here. It seems like the community in general is still strong behind it. As I look at the long term numbers, it's going back down, but not to an excessive degree. So I think it's going to be pretty strong and steady for the foreseeable future. I still maintain that there's too much supply to see any dent in the price until, you know, at least 10 years on this thing. But this recent Shibarium fiasco has caused a lot of people some nervousness and rightfully so. But I think the right, the right thing to be nervous about is competency. If you mess this up, what else might you mess up that might cause a loss of tokens? And a loss of tokens would be devastating to a project like this because remember it doesn't do anything so that's my thoughts on shibarium if you are invested in shib, in shib or, and or bone or leash my recommendation to you only is make sure you are diversified in your portfolio if you've yoloed into any of those three it's up to you it's your money i can't tell what to do with it but i would not recommend you yolo into any one project I would recommend you have a diverse portfolio so that the failure of one does not tank your entire basis. It's ultimately up to you what you do. And I can't say for sure that something negative will or won't happen with SHIB and Shibarium. All I'm saying is that this oversight seems petty and avoidable, and it's concerning that it happened and that they didn't catch it before they released this. Because at worst, let's say they did know about it. Why don't you fix it before you release it? Which tells me they weren't thinking about it. They were focused on the hype. They were focused on the shill hype, just like Satama, just like Seifu, 
just like every other token, Lily, Terrarium, that's all they do is hype you on some event and the fundamentals are left to die, which I don't support and never have. In all disclosure, I still have a small bag of SHIB, nowhere near the bag I once had. I had, I think at peak, and this is back when the price was lower, somewhere around 17 million SHIB. I never was a whale in SHIB. I never believed in putting a lot in it. And then when price went up, I took profits and then I sat on it and that's like 500,000. It's not a lot because I don't believe in it right now. I don't believe in what they're saying. I don't see evidence that it's advancing. In any case, it feels like it's regressing and a regression of a token. Like I have to think, why would I put major amounts of money into SHIB that barely moves when I could very well as easy put money into, let's say, Ethereum and profit off its runs 10 times what I would get off SHIB. That's my thought process. I've always said, I think the core coins are the best way to generate some profit short term, benefiting from the pump runs that we get and pocketing that excess and then getting ready or just stacking. Like if you need more Ethereum or more BNB, I recently stacked more uh, Ethereum, getting ready for what I anticipate is going to be more opportunities to buy into other projects. So that's my closing thoughts there. Separate note, just so everybody's aware. I'm going to try, depends on my pain, but I'm going to try to get back to uh, underdog tokens. However, I'm going to be a lot more rigid about the ones I select and why. But I want to try to get back into that. That's on deck, at least. I'll, I'll try to do it. Because I think that it's good now, right? It's about the right time to start evaluating the tokens that are coming out now and what they are doing and whether they're, they're learning anything, whether they're learning about fundamentals or they're just more crap. It's possible they're just more crap. If they're more crap, then it is what it is. Last thing I'll mention, this episode, if you have this in your podcast application of choice, you're good to go. You get an alert when this is published and uploaded. I'll let you know it may be delayed ever slightly because I need to care for my uh, ailing pain. So maybe somewhat delayed in that. And then I've noticed that the emails are delayed and I'm not sure why yet. And I'm investigating that separately. So what I would recommend is always rely on your podcast application notifications. If you use those, if you only use the site, cryptotalkradio.net, I'm looking into ways that you can get notifications on the site. You can do it off of RSS if you know how to do it, but I've never communicated how to do that. If there's interest out there, let me know at cryptotalkradio.net slash contact or here in the Discord channel, and I'm happy to talk you through. It's not hard, but that would notify you the moment it's up on the site. So if you use the website, you'll get an alert when it's uh, ready and available. Also, after the change, so we changed the podcast host through no control of mine. So it's no longer Anchor. It's now Spotify, basically, as the podcast host. It doesn't change anything for you. But what it does mean is that any links that we may have had in the past, if you run into any issues, please let us know. I haven't seen any. Everything seems to have been pretty seamless. But I would ask if you do run into any problems, let us know in the contact form so that we can address it as quickly as possible. And once again, I thank you. And I do apologize that the pains of my aging body are starting to disrupt my ability to deliver quality to you. Hopefully you're feeling that the quality is still there, irrespective of unfortunately, what ails me temporarily. 
That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form, the link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our triad. The triad is a community that we're working to build forward of strong, smart investors the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeet and the ones that will say the word Kek. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is. Be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take and what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it is all we ask. See you next episode.